0: Hello everybody, welcome to another instalment of the Good Bit Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us this week. I'm very grateful for your time and what an episode you have chosen to join us for. We're talking about the British film classic which is Notting Hill starring Hugh Grant, Julia Roberts and directed by Richard Curtis, our all-star cast for this one ladies and gents and an all-star guest joining me as well, one of my best friends joining me here. All the way from Manchester, I don't know, is that a good Manchester accent? I'm not sure. Cameron McLeod, how
1: are you doing, my brother?
0: Lovely to see you. It is the first time I've seen you since before you
1: moved. Like a and week before I moved, yeah.
0: Aye, so how's, how's it all going? Well, first of all, explain to everybody who doesn't know you, where are you?
1: <laughs> um, Cameron, me and Chris have been pals for many a year. We figured it was probably about eight years. My girlfriend and I were talking about it last night, but I'm currently down in Salford, sunny Salford in Manchester. Right. Doing Indian. a master's course, very good. And, and what in film is it? It's a uh, screen acting, so like film and television acting. Recently, just did some motion capture work and green Ooh. screen work, so that was pretty awesome. But yeah, is that good? Yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun.
0: Yeah, okay, back to it. So uh, yes, yeah, so you're down there. It's a sunny day here in Glasgow. You're missing home. you missing your friends, like
1: myself. Uh, obviously, every day, but. Uh, <laughs> No, it's been good fun. It's been good fun. It, it doesn't feel that like I've been away for that long, to be honest. Like, no, kind of, kind in need of another holiday. But you know what I mean. Like, I need to come back up. Got so leave. when was that? When did we have that Costa? Was that last summer? Aye, because was I le- I left in August time. Oh my god. Um. So it was. It was. It was a week or a couple of weeks before I left. Before I'd moved. Aye. It's crazy, but it man. doesn't even—it doesn't even seem that long ago, which is a scary, which is a scary thing. No, I know,
0: I know. Well, maybe it might feel weird to ensure the wind has moved, but in terms of like last time I saw you, like we we sat outside. It must have been still like nice weather. Do you know what I mean? It we was. It was
1: because like... I, when we moved down, it was like just roasting. It was Aye. roasting. And it was just amazing. And now it seems like we've had the longest winter of, ever. See, and you were
0: saying that like lots of people are like down there are thinking it's really really cold, and
1: well, you're thinking, "Oh, set, get the yeah. shots on." Yeah, well, that's it exactly, like. As much as it's only like, what, a four-hour drive or something like that, you can feel the weather well difference. You actually yeah. can. It's nuts. It's like, people are like, oh, it's cold today. I'm like, it's not cold. It's not cold. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's cold today. Oh, It's oh, all we talk about doing here, actually. By <laughs> right, the weather, I know.
0: Um, well, that's good to so see you were talking to your girlfriend last night about what we've been, we've been together. We've been together. We've, we've been friends together,
1: yeah. for it eight must, years. It must be about eight years or something like that. Because I, I think I, we met when I was like, 13 or 14 (laughs) (laughs) and now i'm 22 so and i'm 24 eight eight, nine nine years right right so so
0: let's think so the first show we did together was a production of hairspray Hairspray. um, which was 2014 2014 yeah call it eight years um yeah it feels longer i don't know why maybe it's (laughs) you um but i i mean i have i have very fond memories of that like shakes that kind of like hairspray kind of time. Yeah. Um, I don't know Brilliant. what it was. I think I think it was more so because it was like the first time we were a wee bit older and like we were doing a show and we were, we were being friends with people who were older than us uh, and yeah. we were performing. Because you,
1: you're only like two years older than me, right? But right. I was in what, third year? And then we were- And I would have been fifth year, yeah. Cutting about with folk in sixth year and then like people that had left and stuff like that. I was just like, I'm just a wee guy here. <laughs> <laughs> always um as
0: you know, you are the tallest person I know, and I'm usually the tallest people that people know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the fact that you're taller than me is crazy. So we would always like I guess we always just looked older, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so like for example, we'd have these like after show parties and things like yeah. that when we'd like go and um people would just assume we were older. Do you remember the time that like a police officer was <laughs> the a police party? officer? <laughs>
1: To a couple of people got a bit, too, a bit too drunk and he and he aye. came up to us and he was like, oh, well, at least you boys are the sensible ones. <laughs> and you, boys standing,
0: are, you boys <laughs> are setting an example for the younger members.
1: And I'm like, aye, I definitely kind of whatever in my hand." aye, brilliant, aye.
0: <laughs> Not knowing where you
1: are. <laughs> I'm like, who's how's even, who even
0: are you? I think I was sitting there <laughs> going, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then you turned to me and you were like, I forgot how to stand up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was it wasn't just, that, bad. Oh, isn't it that bad. No, 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 no. There has yeah, been but, times, but was it not at that point in my life?
0: <laughs> and then we went on a wee while there, where it was like we saw each other all the time. A couple of summers, um, where we were always like out together, and and most of parties, house parties, when they were a thing, when you were in school and things like that. So, um, we've had many a time together, um, and yeah. then lo and behold, we ended up training at the same place as well. Which well, yeah, great.
1: Well, yeah, it was actually. It was probably actually you that that put me onto that. Really, like I knew right. a few a few people had went there. You know what I mean through like Glasgow Acting Academy as well, and then obviously you were telling me. So just name dropped a few people in the addition. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you have, if you know my people, but uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's good. I did the same thing. Um, Ryan McKay is the one that I I dropped yeah. the name of, yeah. um, and. Not that it really, like thinking back now, it doesn't matter. But like I at the time really, you think, I, really. I know that person, ask them about me. That's a reference,
1: you know. Aye. Well, I think at that age, what, you're 17, right? 18 going for an audition. It's just like, oh God, I need to do anything I can. I can do this as well. I could do that. <laughs> right. I swear. I swear I I'm good I, know I know this person. I know this person. I know this person. I know this person. They're just like, right, well, let's see your uh, monologue now, <laughs> please. <See our> <laughs> it was really but good yeah. because we live so close to each other.
0: Um, yeah. When my last year studying, you were able to give me a lift every morning or most mornings, which was great, and I was very grateful. Yeah. And uh, I still owe you for that. All, all the many drives, <laughs> you gave me. Um, so that was really nice that we had a nice country drive every morning. Yeah. But we had so many like fun and funny conversations. We thought this is a <laughs> this is a YouTube show. Yeah, this is a YouTube show. Yeah. So we got our phone and we placed and blue tacked our phone to Cammy's radio. <laughs> was- <laughs>
1: It was blue tech, so it was. It was high tech. Oh, well, you top of the range blue tech. That's exactly. Tough, you know, exactly top of the range. Top of the range in the nineteen twenties or whatever. <laughs> you know, it was top of the range at some point, right? <laughs> and then we started filming our conversations. But I think at first it started. It just being like.
0: Was having a conversation but after a while we started like planning right see that you (laughs) say this and then we started trying to do wee scenes and if you look back it's like this weird kind of like grey area between not really acting but also trying to do a performance and I mean I'm just like buckled the whole time I'm just trying not to laugh the whole time because it's so ridiculous man, they were so much fun
1: but there were so many so many times in that that were just like like the the one that always sticks in me is we were going to do a bit where I was shouting out the car because someone nearly crashed into me and uh, we were driving, and uh, we were planning it. We were starting off this whole stuff, and and a bus almost crashes into us, and we're just look at each other and just go because
0: <laughs> I think we were going to try and like try and give each other a wee cue. Yeah, like, this yeah. is when this is when we act as if someone nearly hits us. Yeah, and then, like a huge bus,
1: a huge bus <laughs> nearly, almost nearly, like takes the side off my car, and <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was going to try and play it off, and I just went. No, I can't no. I can't hear. I we were we were stopped at a, a junction as well, right. so I can start going mental. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm oh, sorry, so, mate. We're just we're just filming something for YouTube, mate. We're sorry. doing a YouTube video. You
0: know. that feels like that's my excuse for a lot of things these days. Well, but it was yeah, called yeah. Chris and Cammy Take the Road. Um, mm. We went onto the YouTube audio library and we found this nice like country tune to be the theme song, <laughs> and uh, we did two seasons. And uh, they were brilliant. They were so much fun. That was a time where I was trying to get a lot of content, and I would easily bring it back. The thing is, I still yeah. can't drive, so I need to um, get on that. Yeah. And I can, I can take
1: the road with other folk. Well, well, no, hold on a minute. I'm, I'm fifty-fifty stake in this. You get another <laughs> person true. in there. That's true. However, you're, you're away a while away now.
0: I maybe drive down to get you, and I'll pick you up and drive you back. Chris takes the road for Cami. Aye, Chris there takes the car to Cami. Cammy gets in the car. Chris and Cammy take the road. Then Cammy gets back at the car. Chris comes back up the road. Oh, yeah, it's a working title, I think. Season
1: three. It's a work, also, it's a, work, it's a working title.
0: I'm going to take my glasses off because, like, it's the screen's reflected off my glasses. Like, <laughs> don't
1: have that me. issue. Don't have that issue. I've got 20/20 20, 20 vision. Sorted. Well,
0: some people are more fortunate than others. Anyway, how are you? Yeah. Um, I've not seen you in a while. You feeling? You feeling good? Feeling good. Yeah. Touch.
1: Touch wood. Yeah. I yeah. have avoided covid the oh. full time you're like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> people often make that comparison actually but uh... i don't like that at all
0: <laughs> I, I mean i'm not i don't know your friends down there right maybe you're the only scottish person that they know but then they just associate a scottish person with another scottish famous person oh you well, sound like
1: Lemmy. Well, well nah they, they don't really but I, but i do often people like oh i love Lemmy. i love Lemmy. i'm like well yeah he's good he's great
0: uh, he was someone that we bonded over really early, wasn't it? Like, we started quoting,
1: let <laughs> we me on. We were right there at the start of like his YouTube and streaming days. Like, and yet you were the one that put me on the crazy balloon, the crazy yeah. balloon.
0: That's right. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> well, now, like, he's now he's doing that full time, you know what I mean?
0: It's a twitch, big time, yeah. And stuff, but um, time. For, for a while, he was just testing the waters out and was on YouTube all the time doing that. And that was like, that was some of the funniest videos I've ever seen him do. Oh anyway. man, yeah, yeah they were good. yeah, definitely. Um, so how's it how's it going down there then? So you're you're meeting people, people, people falling in love with you as usual.
1: Well, try my best, right? But, <laughs> but there's lots of there's lots of opportunities to work with folk and and meet with folk as well, which is good. Um, there's big, big like uh, creative thing in the uni that I'm at, University of Salford. So there's always things coming through for like narration or helping Brilliant. out with some like ADR or doing like a student film and stuff like that, but. There's loads of like casting calls and stuff that came through. Just last week, I was filming something with a a production company, and they're doing like mental health films for the BBC. So I was in that for a little bit. Um, So yeah, so far it's going well. That the move is is working out. You know what I mean? Yeah, good. That's always the nervous nervous part, isn't it? Like, is this going to be worth it? You know. That's what both Megan and I were like before we moved down. Just like. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? And yep. so far, it is because I've managed to get create a lot of content and meet meet a lot of folk and which is which is what it was for really obviously to yeah. get the to get the master's degree, but to Absolutely. meet folk I think is the main the main part of like performing arts colleges universities drama schools right? It's like, yeah, totally.
0: So tell me about when when you were younger and when you wanted to start performing. Like, is that something you've always kind of been into? I feel like we have had this conversation before, but not in a couple of years anyway. What what was the first yeah. kind of instance where you said, I want to be an actor, I want to be performing?
1: Well I've always been a when I was a wee when I was a wee guy, I've always been a kind of creative sort of person and just yep. been in my own mind and like daydreaming whatever. But it didn't really come until like I was in my final year of primary school and we were doing our final um show thing like Weaver show whatever but right. it was like um it, we did um what's that called guitar hero guitar ah, hero yes. and I was went out and be the singer and that was my first real thing of like performing and I meant just being like oh man this is amazing and obviously I went to high school and I didn't do anything for a while and I picked drama and it was um I wasn't gonna pick it and then my mum was like well what about what about Brad Pitt how do you think he started acting <laughs> And I was like, oh, right, yeah, yeah point, you're right, yeah. actually, you're right. And I was like, well, yeah, because it's, I think, especially in, in Scotland, maybe in England as well, I'm unsure and across the world, but it's like you pick drama, you're automatically kind of lynched by the other other lads, right? right. So there's always think, that I, issue. I think that's probably like going out now, but it definitely was a thing when we were we When we, when we were like, when we were young, bit bit definitely, for me, yeah, yeah. Def- definitely for me, yeah, definitely for me. So I was kind of like, ah, oh, pick it, and then like I would picked something else, and then I, before I'd even done a class in that one, I'd, I picked drama, and then I did hairspray, and yep. got thrust into the role of Connie Collins. I wasn't actually meant to be anything, right? But someone, someone dropped out, so then I was, I was made Connie Collins. Both the people that were playing Connie Collins had dropped out, so I was so so. Our teacher, Miss Wilson, shout out, shout out. <laughs> um <laughs> she went, Well, you're gonna to have to be Connie Collins, and I went, Alright. All right. <laughs> and then when we did the show, the rehearsals was just a laugh. And then when we did the show, I remember like the first number. Um I mean, just the curtains opened, and I was just like, Oh, this is amazing. This is nicest kids in amazing. town, is that right? Yeah, nicest kids in town. It was like the first time that you'd see the character of Connor Collins, and I was just like, "Oh, I cannot wait for this." Everyone else was like nervous and all that, and I'm just like, "I cannot wait for these curtains to open." <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I was the only person that wasn't nervous on the stage. I wasn't
0: nervous whatsoever. I was well, yeah. I was nervous about well, it's uh, good nerves, but right when people would like, people I, like I, oh, I don't want to do it, don't want to do it. But I mean, it was more so dread than anything else. The fact I was about to dance in front of people mm. that was my biggest thing because I've got two left feet. Can you sing? Terrible, or that sort of stuff. Well, and, well I can
1: hold a tune, but I can't dance. Right. Well,
0: <laughs> so like, I wasn't even thinking about, oh my God, there's going to be lots of people here. I was nervous and dreading about the fact that I'm going to mess up these dance moves <laughs> in front of so many people. Yeah. And it, it was not, it would have been fine if it was maybe just you, but it was the fact that it was like the whole team like, on the stage doing this dance routine at the one time. And you know, you know, you're going to be out of place at one point. But um, I was in the opening number of the show, which is called "Good Morning Baltimore." Yeah, um, and there's a line in that song about the <laughs> line in the song about um, a flasher or something. The song goes, "There's the flasher who lives next door," and it's like this. I've got this long trench quote, and I've rolled my skinny jeans because I was one of the ni- nicest kids in town for uh, Cammy's <laughs> Cammy's performance, big, and I big rolled song. my. I rolled my jeans up to my knees, so I was wearing this trench coat as if, like you know, people could just see my legs underneath the trench coat and stuff to give off that I am flashing someone, right? So I did that, ran backstage, and you've got maybe like I don't know ninety seconds or something yeah. until the yeah, end of the song. Something stupid, and uh, I sprinted backstage, and we had I don't know like four or five members of staff that were like my teachers mm. trying to like pull my trousers down <laughs> like, to the right level <laughs> and like get a belt on, put shoes on, and stuff like that. So it was like a quick change, and it went like smoothly all the time, apart from the one time where it was like the opening night of the show, the audience is there, Cammie's at the front singing and stuff, and I just couldn't get, I didn't have time to put my shoes on. So I came out, and I'm doing this dance routine, just in my socks, and I was slipping all over the place, and that's when I was most like, oh my God, what am I doing? I should never dance again. You know I mean? <laughs> but do you remember like, the, the process of us learning those dances and stuff? Because I think, Oh
1: my goodness. Because for awful. a while, you were learning it with me, weren't you? Yeah, because I was one of the nicest kids in town. Yeah. For a while before I became the nicest kid in town, <laughs> Connie <Call me. laughs> To be fair, he's not I even mean, a kid; he's like forty or something. Can't I know we are these kids when you think about it, but it's a weird. When you really is that... go into go into the de- the deep side of hairspray, you're like, ah, is this is this all right? <laughs> no, nah, but also it's probably not
0: suitable for like a school show. You
1: know, <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. It's, a predominantly uh... white school show as well, which is another awkward thing. Well, yeah, that's that. Oh, well, <laughs> that's, um, not, not, that's not that's our place to say. I don't think in like cause bus <laughs> over, but it's like <laughs> it's it's not. They did
0: bring they did bring Hairspray up to us. And we were going, okay.
1: <laughs> oh, I, oh, it's a, it's about segregation. Yeah, with an all white cast.
0: <laughs> not good. Um, no, but no. Good. I mean the show ended up being quite good. And actually, yeah. Hairspray's on um, at the Edinburgh Playhouse right now as well. So as I so as I seen that, I've seen a few people go to that. I was in Edinburgh the other day, um, and I walked past it, and I'd, obviously I thought of you and I thought of all of our friends that we did the show with and stuff like that. I'd recently been to the Playhouse to see Beauty and the Beast, um, and ironically, another one of your shows. Yeah, which, um, I, w- which
1: I was the beast.
0: The beast
1: and excuse
0: me. The beast the and beast Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I was not Beauty. Um, and you Should also... No, I know, and then you, I mean, what a career you had before you became a professional actor. I mean, Colin <laughs> the Collins, you were uh, Mal um, Mal Binecki, my Beinecke from mal the Adams Beineke. family, oh.
1: which we'll talk about in a second. And then the Beast. How how yeah. was your uh, transformation into the Beast? It was good. It was a lot of makeup and stuff like that. But you 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 were talking about before, like you needed a team of like four people to get you changed <laughs> and stuff like that. I had a team of two people that would follow me about off stage with a fan. And a bottle of water with a, with a straw in it because it was just <laughs> so hot it was just roasting i can't so imagine like just following me about and I... yeah oh man dancing about and stuff like that and... yeah <laughs> the, one, the one part in that is obviously when i go backstage i take off these like claw gloves because they were just roasting and i had to go on for like a dance scene and i forgot to put my gloves back on for <laughs> one <laughs> And I, mean, I was out I was like dancing with Belle, and I was like dancing, and I just looked at my hands, and I was like, "It's a scary big beast with human hands, Oh no. <laughs> human hands." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that that show that show's was fun as well, it, and I don't know if it was as fun as the as hairspray because that had such an eclectic mix of people. Was Whereas Beauty past. and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast was I was like the old one, one of the oldest people there, and like. So it was like i think
0: yeah i'm probably all like drama people right whereas like mm. the here's when even adams family we did the year after was kind of a, a strange mix which was great um yeah. and then you know the one time we properly got a chance to act together in front of a large audience in a large production was for the adams family when oh, i was playing amazing. gomez adams and you were the neighbor or the new I'm no it's, the neighbor, your, it's your, the,
1: um, my daughter's boy, boyfriend's, boyfriend's dad dad right big angry guy hi Funnily yeah, enough, I'm, fun. funnily enough, I'm going to see Adam's family tomorrow. Oh, yes, no way. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a theatre company with the uni that are putting it on, so I'm going to go see that tomorrow. Do you remember we went funny. to see it at the Kings Yeah, which a was, couple of years after? Was amazing.
0: It was good, but I remember we were sitting, we were literally not even just singing all the songs, but we were quoting the dialogue as well, Yeah. and then half-time came, and the people who were sitting next to us went home. <laughs> Left! Left! <laughs> I hate to be that, you know, those people. You well, know I, mean? I
1: know, I know, but still. Keep no secrets. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No secrets, how? Yeah, uh, yeah so honestly, how, how, how? I know, we had um, many many good times, so it's yeah. lovely to see you, and also, uh, it'd be good to kind of have a proper catch-up, and have a, a drink or two next time you're up, um, or next time I'm down, whenever that happens. Definitely, so. definitely. Um, back to the podcast we're recording, I forgot we're recording.
1: Oh, I uh, don't even know we're doing that, I thought it was just a chat, to be fair. You wanted to do the podcast <laughs> with me today? Hi. Um <laughs>
0: So we're going to talk about Notting Hill, which is um, oh. which was a, a strange choice, because obviously I, I've known you for many, many years, as we've said, maybe you've brought it up before, but I guess we've never actually had that chat where it's like, this is, you know, one of your favourite films, or whatever. so we'll yeah. get to that in a second. But in terms of when you were younger, did you have any, like, favourite films when you were wee, when you first started watching movies and things like that? And the, the question I always ask my guests is, can you tell us a time when you first went to the cinema? So do you, do you remember any times back then?
1: Yeah, well, I I was a big Harry Potter nut when I was right. when I was young. Like I used to get the you know how the the tattoos where you could put the cloth over your head and you get the scar. I used to go to, like school and nursery with that on with the glasses Very good. and stuff. But I think even bef- before that, I was like really into that. I was we had the Shrek movie on um, VHS class, so like videotape, and uh, we just constantly watched that which is amazing. Do you remember the bit where um, she sings to the bird? She goes, la 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 and the bird explodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just used to love that bit and, like, I'd, like die laughing. And my brother would watch it with me and just have to rewind it constantly <laughs> because that bit was just amazing. <laughs> Do you remember in just...
0: Shrek 2? Do you remember in Shrek 2 when, when uh, Shrek and Fiona first came out the carriage and one of the guys was like, playing a trumpet thing and um, it's like the shock of like it's the fact that it's the ogres and it's not the humans or whatever and there's a, a bird and it looks down and it runs into like a window <laughs> do you remember that was the yeah. bit that ended me when i was younger as well yeah. like i don't know it's just, i don't birds. know it's
1: just the wee just the wee quick bits that that always got me i know the wee dead birds we yeah did birds. we did birds <laughs> <laughs> but uh my first I don't know if it was my first I don't think it was my first time ever going to the cinema but my first ever memory of going to the cinema was somehow my grandma had managed to take my my big brother and I and to go see James Bond die another day <laughs> right when I was when I was probably too young to go in and see it but um she used to do this thing where she would take we would take in like, a couple of packs of McCoys and like a couple of cans of Vimto and stuff like that, and just go, <laughs> You are some son, you are some. Ah, you are some, you are some, awesome. Just if people, people must just have us, they hated us when we went oh, in. Oh man. But that that film, the bit where they're driving over the ice and they asked Martin and all the shooting bit, I mind just being so like distraught by it because it was so loud and my grandma had to go like this with my hands oh, with no. my ears. 'Cause I was just too I was just definitely too young to see yep. <laughs> to see Die <Dying> Another Day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I think that's my first one. What, what's your first one? First one's Monsters
0: know. Inc. Um I oh. two thousand and one Um I've never seen Die Another Day. i have never seen Die Another Day. I've I've only actually only seen awesome. a few Bond films and I recently yeah. got the the big box set. I want to do like yeah. some form of season. And I was talking to that, and of course, there's one person who's like, "Oh well, I'll come on every single episode." <laughs> Ian Grieve, so uh, he he'll, he'll be able to talk about every uh, yeah, yeah, every James Bond film. Um, but that's a good one. Day day. Yeah. I so so so. Mine was Monsters Inc. And uh, yeah, you remember? The, have you seen Monsters Inc.? Yeah. You know the start of it when they're like training the monsters and stuff, and it's like yeah. it's, it's like a robotic child or whatever, right? <laughs> but before you know it's a robotic child, it just looks like you know it's a scary monster coming yeah, out, a couple it, or whatever. Is like the face comes off or something Aye. like that? Yeah. Aye, and it's like it's like the, the fake scream or whatever.
1: Aye.
0: Um, looking back at that now, that's a pretty scary moment. Well, you yeah, know what Well,
1: I mean? Like, well, they they sort of felt That's DreamWorks, was it? I think that's DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's Pixar. It's, it's, Pixar, it's, Pixar it's, sorry, DreamWorks. Yeah. Aye, all of them, all of them are the same. They're, they all just throw in these things that don't seem scary, but then when you look at it and you have like a conscience, you're just like, well, that is actually pretty nuts that that was, that was yep. in that film for kids. Absolutely. I think that's a wee trick to do though, you know, it's like, um,
0: we need to. We know this is going to be a kid's film or a family film, but we need to put some stuff in there that like adults are going to like as well, do you Definitely. know what I mean? So you'll, you'll, you'll have plenty of like sex innuendos in DreamWorks mm. films, like with Shrek and Fiona and stuff in Shrek, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. They aren't too graphic obviously, but you'll hear it once in a while when you're older and you go, <laughs> I didn't even bat an eyelid at that when it's I was just younger. Sh- right
1: you know? over the head, which right? Which is clever, which is clever. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps people watching, doesn't mm. it? That's the, whole, right. that's the whole thing with filmmaking. Absolutely. Um, so <coughs> Shrek's a good shout, Dying Leda Day.
0: Any, any like classic memories that you've got in terms of like going to the cinema seeing big films? Did you ever go to like
1: a midnight um, premiere or did you see any big big releases in the cinema? So I I, I remember going to the, the IMAX with my dad and my big brother to go see um it was Harry Potter, the fifth one. The fifth um, one is the Half Blood
0: Prince and ha- Order of the Phoenix. No, Order, no
1: of the Order, Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix, where they're flying on the on the thestrals. Right. It would like come out to you. It was amazing. I went mean, I might mean, go to see it and I was just like, oh, I love Harry Potter, man. And then <laughs> and then also the the last one we went to go see. And it was just like, oh man, so emotional, such build up. Because my dad used to read the books to me when I was right. when I was younger, before I'd before i go to sleep. So we'd just uh, Yeah. It was good. Currently was reading good one of the books. Oh, what one? Yeah, last one, Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. There we go.
0: Now, I've seen all the Harry Potter films before, but...
1: Added the, the extra stuff, right?
0: The story goes, man, like, I remember it well because it was, like, 26... Like, I was late. I did not grow up with Harry Potter. Mm. It was, like, 2016, 2017. I was watching them for the first time. Do you know what I mean? Um And it was when I was at, at drama college, so I was, like, always knackered <laughs> and stuff like that, falling asleep. So I don't have the greatest memory of them. Do you know what I mean? I know I watched them and I like them and stuff. So what I've been doing this past year or two as um, I'm reading the book and then watching the film, then reading the book, then watching the film, yeah. and it's been this brilliant, like, way to kind of learn about everything. Um, and there's, there's big moments that are happening that, like, people would remember if you've, like, been a fan of the film or whatever, but, like, I just don't remember for some reason. Um, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm reading the book, and there's been a few times I'm just, like, you know, like, shocked at what I'm reading, which is, which I suppose is what you're after. You don't want to know well, yeah, too much about definitely, it. definitely, you know, so. definitely. You got a favourite Harry Potter?
1: Um, Goblet of Fire has to be Goblet of Fire with Cedric. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's the best one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think there was a. I think there's such a good shift in it from like the others. As much as Prisoner of Azkaban was kind of dark as well. Yeah, Goblet of Fire was was really. It was like one of his friends that had to, that had to be sacrificed. You know what I mean? And like Absolutely. the trials that he had to go through. It wasn't like. It always seemed that he kind of brought it upon himself, right? And then Goblet of Fire, someone has put him in this situation where he needs to get out of, which I always thought was just like a changing point. Even when I was a wee guy, I was like, this is so cool just love it's it. a good
0: call it's a good call um, that's a great film too and that's a, that's a as you say that's a big changing moment where it's like I, th- I think I always said Prisoner of Azkaban was my favourite one because yeah. it was the first really serious one but yeah. I think when I watched them this time round I think I might have preferred Goblet of Fire yeah. because it's like you know he's in severe trouble you know what I mean yeah. Um, the first two are so full of like magic and it's all mm-hmm. happy most well mm-hmm. not all happy but there's lots of happy moments and stuff like that especially that first one the music is much more cheery anyway yeah Um. And then you get to these sort of films after, as you say Goblet of Fire, it gets it's really just dark like, and stuff.
1: It's just like you know where you are, right? You know where you are, you're in this this magic this magical world like of, of wizards and witches and stuff. So you're just straight into it and and it and it does show the like the darker side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's good. Absolutely. Enjoyed it. Um, I'd recommend the
0: books too, if you're ever yeah, uh, like, yeah, they're good. to reread they're really them, good. you know what I mean? Um, if anyone's a fan who hasn't read them, you know what I mean? It's definitely, definitely something to listen to. Or, or to read. I did listen to, actually, um, Stephen Steve, Fry. Stephen reading Fry. Yeah. yeah, they're really good. Just awesome. Awesome. Um, great. Okay, so <clears throat> I sent Cami a message the other day saying, oh, well, you know, I'm getting people on the podcast and stuff, you know, would you like to join? I said, you're going to need to pick the film. And within seconds, you replied yeah. with this, classic from 1999 Notting Hill and I was very happy because I'd never seen it and that's kind of the point, I want to get as many people on to pick their favourite films and then it makes me watch them and stuff, there's been plenty of instances recently where that's happened, so tell me um, why was it like immediately your choice Oh, it's just.
1: episode? I think it is a great film as well, it could do with some polishing up I think and like the story writing but that's just Richard Curtis and that's Rob Combs for you but I just think, I remember the first time I watched it, it wasn't even that long ago that I watched it for the first time. Really, you no? Know? Yeah, it was a few years ago, maybe. And I just watched it and I was just like, oh God, it makes me feel so happy and sad at the same time. I just I just love it. I love Hugh Grant. I think he's perfect for these sort of roles. I just think he's, <laughs> I, just, I just, he is. is I mean, him. he's done plenty of them. Do you know what That's I mean? what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But Notting is the best one. Julia Roberts is is actually fantastic in it as well. The part, where, the part where she goes up and she says, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. And I was just like, oh. Well, I actually I actually got moved there um, when you delivered that line. <laughs> um, this is actually a casting for me playing Julia Roberts' role in Notting Hill. I'm joined this week by Julia Roberts.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, it's, I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, so but, uh, t- uh, yeah. for those who haven't seen it, t- tell us um, what's what's the kind of the
1: plot. Not, and that sounds really serious, but tell <laughs> us about. <laughs> so um, Hugh Grant's character, William Thacker, is a down in his luck book salesman, and one day a world famous actress stumbles into his shop, and there comes a world famous story, yes. a love, a romance, heartbreak. Yes. More than once. Yeah, a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, because I, I I watched it. I watched it last night. Just wanted it be, to be as fresh as possible, you know. Good. Love that. <laughs> so I watched it last night with Megan, and I was like, oh. I think it's a different different view on on male and female. I was going, oh, she's such, oh, she's such a cow, and she was like, no, she's not, and I was like. Nah, she is, though. Come on. He's messing them about. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. That is interesting. It's just a different different view, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And as as well, the fact that this is like late 90s, there was lots of films that came out around that time that were kind of like this. And I don't care what anybody says, but like even films from that long ago have their own style. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like people always say 80s is, you know, it's such an 80s film, but there's such a... Late nineties right. style of film too. Late you nineties, know I mean?
1: early 2000s sort of era, like 100%. Bridget Bridget Jones, Legally you know Blonde, I mean? Legally Blondes,
0: um, American Pie, things like this. Like they're all kind of yeah, like daft, yeah. daft comedies like that. You know,
1: daft kind of like rom comedy rom coms more focusing on like the, the comedy aspect of it. You know, yeah, I, I, th- I think I think I think the story as well covers a lot of covers a lot of ground. Like. I just think there's a lot of thought into it. It's just a group of British folk, just all down in the luck. Apart from the person who should feel the most down in the luck, it's right. his pal who's in the wheelchair, who actually has the most positive outlook out of all of them, which I think is interesting to watch. Yeah, like when I, every time I watch it, I forget and I'm like, oh, she's actually the most positive person out of the lot of them who are all able-bodied and able to go and live the life, whereas she has a, a a handicap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is, I think it's awesome for its for its time. I think as well, nineteen ninety nine. Obviously, you would expect that now, right? For for a uh, well, I suppose if it was done now, it would be someone who is actually paralyzed from the waist down that would get cast as it. Right. But. Yeah. I thought that was it's, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And as you say. Richard Curtis, as well,
0: who um, I'm a big fan of because I've always been a fan of like Mr. Bean and like mm. Rowan Atkinson, I always say is like my favorite actor of all time. He's like, the person I like when I was younger, I looked up to and stuff like that. I would like perform as like one man shows and stuff in my living room and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he was always like the writer of Mr. Bean. What else did he do? Um, so Richard Curtis wrote Black Adder, he yeah. wrote Mr. Bean, he wrote Not the Nine O'Clock News, <clears throat> um, Casualty, Doctor Who. He wrote all these things, or four, or episodes of these four things. Four Weddings and a Funeral? And then we go to the film's Four Weddings and a Funeral, absolutely um, amazing film, <clears> uh, Christmas <throat> film, story, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wrote a film called The Tall Guy, which does not include that, Cami or myself. Um, yeah. He also wrote uh, the Bean movie, Bridget Jones' Diary, Love Actually, and, Love and Actually a, you know, yeah. classic film. Um, Bridget Jones, as I said, let's see, Mr. Bean Holiday, The Boat That Rocked, About time, Mamma Mia! Here we go again. He was an executive on that, and he also wrote yesterday. Jeez,
1: oh, Um, yeah. So a brilliant uh, writer. Yeah, yeah, and a definite style. I would say for especially for his films, it's it's. I think I think that's just so cool when you when you uh, when you watch things like that, and you're just like, it's definitely a Richard Curtis. Yeah, definitely this. It's definitely that. I just think that's so cool. That, that's that's what that's what I love about filming film and television. I just think there's such a definite style. You can get it in plays as well, but I would Go say most I would say more so in film and television. There's definite styles, directors, writers, actors especially. Just play yeah. most most people play their their self nowadays. Yeah. Which is which is annoying having trained for, <laughs> for a few <laughs> years. We've been knocking our people. pan in trying to do this. And I was just like, just play yourself. <laughs> All right, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs>
0: um, I think you're right about in terms of like um, how to tell a story in a film. Like you can, and TV shows are great and stuff. But I always prefer films because it's like within two hours, you know, you're like yeah. you're caring about these people. You really yeah. want to know what happens to them,
1: and you're really invested in the story. And I, Richard Curtis has had plenty of examples of that, clearly. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, I think so. Well, see, see on the on the flip side, I'm more of a of a TV series sort of person because I just yep. want to know. I just want to know more. Yep. So like after the film is done, it's like oh god, I want to know this. I want to know this, and I just, I just, I just like the 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 progress of going through this series and like these plot points that are coming up are just getting checked off as you're going. Yeah. If you get a really good TV series and it's just getting checked along, or like this bit's going down here, this bit's going here. Bad TV series now, don't get me started. <laughs> oh, well, I'd love to get you started
0: if you have a couple of examples, but um, well, well try to think.
1: Or, I, I or think.
0: On the other side of the coin, like, have you got any good examples that you've been watching recently?
1: Well, I, I think I've got a good and a bad one. What I've watched recently, I've been watching, we just finished Line of Duty, we're caught up to date with it, right? I feel like if that is the true ending, then. There should have there should have been someone else writing the ending for it. <laughs>
0: oh, really? Okay, I've not seen it, so don't t- yeah. don't tell me. I
1: won't. I won't tell you, but it just kind of kind of ends and Peter's off. But right. they were they were really good throughout the early see throughout the early series. I think there's what six series, or five seasons. I, I don't know. I can't remember. But every series focuses on one bent cop, so like a corrupt right. police officer. And it just checks it off as you go, and as it was getting further and further on, they were getting more, more funky with it and and running over the storylines over and and other series. And I feel like that yeah. that's where your issue comes. As much as Jed Mercurio, the the writer, director, like creator of it, is amazing at crime dramas, like he writes so many of them. I just think. You can take a step too far sometimes, and it's I just agree. like it's just like you've 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 made this hard for yourselves. Like like Game of Thrones as well on a much bigger bigger scale, they kind of right. just threw it all away. I think for the last season, so many unanswered things, and people were just like, Ugh, right, t- such an amazing show, and f- for what <laughs> for to have such a. It's kind of a, you know, a disappointing ending. That's interesting uh, yeah. as well because, you know, like
0: TV shows can run on too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. I think, I don't know if it's me just being lazy and stuff, but see when I see a show that is really long, it'll put me off watching it. You know, yeah. I don't know if it's just because there's history of like shows going on too long or whatever. <laughs> like um, one of my favourite shows of all time is Dexter and mm. it has like eight seasons and like I think eight seasons is far too much. Yeah. Um, but like I watched those, I like that, I the character, I like the idea and stuff like that, but definitely after the first five you know, it kind of loses its charm a wee bit. But then, like, the finale happened in 2013, I believe, or 2012, and, like, people were just an uproar about it, saying, oh, this is not the ending we wanted, and it's been such a long time coming, and we wanted yeah, something good for the character. Did they not have a,
1: a resurgence
0: recently? And then, like, last year, they just brought it back, for, like, a random series, just to kind of rectify the ending. So they did Dexter on New Blood, which, again, was a great show, great series. Yeah. But it's also, now it's, like, so many years after, you know, what we thought was, like, done, you know? So it yeah. went too much. And I'm a very big believer in, like, have we got no new ideas anymore? You know what I mean? Like, every, I feel like every comedy that comes out now in the cinema is always like something two or something three or something like, you know, a sequel yeah. to something like we've just had yeah. another James Bond, another Spider-Man, another Batman, another mm. Suicide Squad. There's all yeah. these things and the films are great but it's like, there's been a
1: while since it's been like this brilliant sort of Crafted idea
0: from start, you know that people can yeah. get obsessed over.
1: You know, people people live in, in nostalgia, but right, and when they see right. that come out, it, it sells tickets, which I think is the issue for the for right. the for the market for for actors and creators and filmmakers and and crew. It's people want to like what they like, and instead of being like more wild with it and go, oh, actually, you know what, I'm going to put this on, I'm going to watch this." Right. Where people just want to be like us. Oh, well, that guy was there in this and that, that he done this and oh, it's linked to that. So I'll just put that on and it's just say it's a safety net for folk. Yeah. I mean, and, and for producers, I think, because it's going to make them money, right? I mean, people always say, "Oh, it's not about the money, though." It's hmm. always about the money because that's how you make. That's Every how day. it's business.
0: Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, well, that, there's a thing happening. Yeah. There's a thing happening in in football with teams that are close to me and Cammy's heart um, right now um, in Scotland. Where there's, going, there's like a, rumors that there's going to be like a friendly happening, an old firm friendly in Australia in the summertime or something like that. Yeah, um, is it?
1: Is it? Is it, that the winter it's going to be because it's. Oh, I see. Right during the world cup or, st- or some... oh that's
0: right during the break isn't it yeah I, I don't know i don't know so it's but a yeah. friendly between between the the two teams in glasgow rangers and celtic and um which is always like a big rivalry but it's been made into this kind of friendly thing um like for this tournament for like a money grabbing thing which is yeah it makes sense to me because there's loads and loads of money involved but the the point is it's like the integrity of the game and the integrity of the rivalry and stuff so people are are kicking off about it and rightfully so but right, at the same right, time right these, so, yeah. these people don't care they see the amount of money they're going to get. It's like, it's always about money. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. And that's just what we need to live with, you know? So, yeah. we're getting another film about this, another, you know, Fantastic Beasts is about to come out and, you know, we're getting another thing here and there. It's just always, you know, and I don't have an issue with it because I'm still that guy that's still going to go and see the films. You know what I Absolutely.
1: mean? Absolutely. Me too. Me too. No. But, yeah, <sighs> that's the thing. It is just further giving them the the, the, the ammunition to just keep on pumping out the same, the same stuff. Almost, but but again, as you said, it's it's like, but it's not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either. It's like you want a happy happy medium of you. You want these like new writing, new directors, new actors, films to come out, and you want these old stuff to come out as well. You want you yeah, want exactly to have a balance, but it doesn't work like that real realistically because the new stuff won't make as much money as the no. stuff that's that's.
0: You Know, I guess the last time where something brand new happened, I get I don't know if it was books before, but it was Avatar, it came out in like 2009 or something like that. Yeah, and it was like the highest grossing movie of all time years. before Avengers happened and stuff For like that. Years, yeah, and then lo and behold, this year we're getting Avatar 2, another one's <laughs> coming out, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just the way it works. Um, so anyway, back to what we were saying, I don't know how we got into that. What, what are we talking about? Oh, so
1: we just seen um, red and rage.
0: Well I tell you what though, um, you know, Notting Hill was an original screenplay.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. You know, I'm I'm quite guilty of it too, if I'm honest in terms of rewatching stuff. Like I I'm trying to watch all the kind of best picture nominees for this year. Um, yeah. I try yeah. to do that, like, at least watch some of them so I have an understanding. I think it's quite good because then like that's like the films that are out just now. So then in the future when they're like people are talking about them, you can have <clears throat> an understanding of like what that film is like and what was out around the time and stuff, why yeah. that won something. Um so I've got access to all these films and stuff, uh, and I watched Coda last night, right. um, which was great, and I, I totally recommend that one. Yeah. Um, but like at the same time, like I was very tempted just to put on an episode of Impractical Jokers, which is <laughs> my favorite TV show. I've seen every episode three times. You know what I mean? Because it's just it's a, it's a safety blanket of it. So um, Notting Hill, I'm assuming, is a, like a safety blanket for oh, you. I, a I, I don't. Film, you know? I,
1: I don't even. I don't even watch it like all the time. Right. I just put it on sometimes. I just like I just forget how how good it is. And I, I think maybe maybe even though how good it is how, how good it makes me feel to watch right. it,
0: that's all <laughs> which that which I think
1: is the thing yeah well, well that's that's what that's what film and, and TV is for right it's, it's, yeah. how, it's how it makes how it makes people feel when they when they watch it so how yeah. how would it feel
0: if for example you know we're working nine to five not making very much money very bog standard life and what I loved about the characters and stuff at this film was that everybody was so relatable. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's very much working class it's very much we're just getting on with this is how life is we're coming from a small town things like that um, and then boom you know the most famous movie star in the world walks in yeah. it just so happens to fall in love with with your with your pal how, yeah. how would you know how would that make you feel if you were working in the favourite actor walks in you know yeah
1: it's, it's, it's nuts in not it it's just that's, that's what I, that, as you said they're so relatable and like all the reactions I think are so real well, some, some are a bit like, um, some are a bit pantomime, maybe, obviously, but but when it's like they're, they're sitting around the dinner table and they're all like, right. oh, uh, oh uh, which I think is, I just think it brings you into it. And the reactions, the reactions are a big one for me. When when you yeah. see actors reacting across from people, that, that just, that instantly you're in it, you're in it with them. Because that's how you would react, right? Right. If Dragon. you were in that and if you were in that situation, it just brings you into that world instantly. As soon as you see the eyes just kind of flicker a little bit, or yeah, he's just there. That was, more... that was one of my favourite
0: scenes, like when, when he first goes to the house with um Anna yeah. Scott and Julia Roberts. Yeah. And um a lot of people are just like dropping things and like, oh my god, but then like Hugh Bonneville's character doesn't know who she is. but <laughs> well, he does know who she is but doesn't realise that it's her. Yeah. He he was hilarious in this film.
1: Oh yeah, amazing. He's like,
0: how much money? How much money are you making?
1: Fifteen million dollars. <laughs> He's like, oh, you've done all right then. And <laughs> I, I, I really think that after after that scene, like at the end of it, when uh, William and and Anna leave the house, and the door closes, and they just go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. I just the little moments in it, I think, are brilliant, and also. Uh, William's flatmate the Welsh, the Welsh guy Spike is absolutely amazing It is hilarious
0: was this like so I don't know this film this is the first time I've watched it right the other night um, I, I feel like I've seen him before <laughs> like well, this character
1: well, he's it oh well maybe not that character but he's
0: but has he played similar characters
1: probably yeah but he he was in Pirate Radio with Philip Seymour Hoffman he was in right, right the most recent Kingsman film, all right, playing the Russian guy um mm-hmm. Vlad, I think, um he's done it he's, he's a big like character actor yeah, and I think that's such a hard skill to do like if you are just like so massive, it's hard to toe the line of being unrealistic and yeah and 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 funny. Or like realistic and and like you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. A happy middle ground. I think he's amazing at it. I mean, look at look at Hugh Grant. Everybody, when you hear Hugh Grant's name, you just think of the one
0: thing. This is what he does, you know. But then you've got someone like who plays him? Who plays uh, Spike?
1: It's uh, I think it's he's called Reese Evans or something like that. I can't remember what his name is. uh, yes, three sevens. yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I don't know
0: if when his name comes up, people think, you know, of, of the Spike yeah. character, you know what I mean? But yeah. that must be quite annoying
1: after a while. Did you see The Gentleman?
0: Yeah, I did. 2019? Probably. Hugh, Hugh Grant was well,
1: brilliant in that film. One of my, probably one of my favourite films, I think, The Gentleman. I love Guy Ritchie films and I think he was excellent in it. So different from what he's done right. usually. So
0: different, which is amazing. As I'm saying, like, people just go, oh, Hugh Grant, the guy from Notting Hill, and Four Weddings, or, and a yeah. funeral, and, and, uh, and Love Jones, Actually, and Bridget yeah. Jones, you know, like... Um, yeah. But, you know, and again, that's the thing, it, it shouldn't be looked at as a bad thing that he does all no. those things, because it clearly yeah. works for him, and he's made lots of money off it. Definitely. So if that was you, would you be doing other things just for the sake of it? I like the fact he's at his, the point in his career now where he can do a film like The Gentleman and be completely different. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So that, that's really good. Good, good for Hugh. Um, <laughs> for me, you know what? Good, good for you. Who's you? Um, what What's the chances of this happening as well? Like, really? Like, if you if you were to meet, I mean, you're you know in a bigger city than Glasgow, right? Right now in, in Manchester, what what would happen if you know you know a very famous Mancunian came in and was like, "Oh, I heard your Cameron McLeod." Well, would you
1: be like, "All right," <laughs> I'd be like, "Yeah, fine," yeah, but but I, I was I was walking around the shopping centre two weeks ago. Kevin yeah. De Bruyne had just walked by me. Oh, mate. Yeah, I go. He, he's well. He, he's I'm. I'm going up the stairs. I bought. I bought a jacket or something. like that, a raincoat, and he was coming down the stairs. And I went, "Oh, all right, mate." And he went, oh, "Hello," and I, like ran, ran by. I got to the top of the stairs. I was like, "That was Kevin De Bruyne, That's wasn't Kevin it?" Kevin De Bruyne. And it was. there was a group of like four or five, like younger boys than me. You're running after him. So Aww. he was like. So he was like rushing to get out right Aye. and i was just like that must just be awful and that's what i mean like like anna scott's this character in here yeah. like she's literally
0: like imagine that was your life we want to be actors we want to be famous but do we want to be that
1: <laughs> yeah i know i know well that was the, i seen i seen uh molly may as well right about, right her, her and her pal probably and on a high horse well yeah it was it was called a, a range rover but yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> kevin De Bruyne, man he's probably my favorite player right now in the world um and yeah. another one of my favorite players is scott arfield and he was in my work recently is he? um and i was sitting going that looks like scott arfield but it's probably not right <laughs> and the guy walks to the toilet and i was like oh, i don't know he doesn't he doesn't have like the scott arfield walk he didn't walk to the toilet and, and do that as he went in you know what i mean <laughs> um, i just saluted for those people who aren't watching and uh then I heard someone come out the toilet and it was just like, oh, Scott. I he would just passed me in the toilet. And I was like, I'm oh, in <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he must have been taking his,
1: his daughter to see the panto. Aye. Yeah. The, spring, the springtime panto. <laughs> no, this, this was before. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of
0: like springtime slash summertime pantos aye? going on and I don't there understand is. why. Um, money, money, money. Money, money. <laughs> uh, What I noted down on my, my wee Harry Potter notepad here, um, was that Anna Scott, who when she comes into you know Hugh Grant's life, and I'll call him Hugh Laurie, Hugh Grant's life? Um, she is like the perfect partner, the perfect roommate, the perfect girlfriend. Like she, she's painted in this way. It's like she's going to be perfect, whatever. But yeah. he also lives with Spike, who is the worst roommate, <laughs> the worst pal, the worst partner. Yeah. And um, I thought that was a really nice kind of contrast. I don't know if it was on it. purpose or you know.
1: Maybe I, I think I think well I think it's think it's a good point to make I think it was, it was cool there's there's little bits like that when you watch it that just make you go oh right that's why he's getting paid a lot of money to write right. these things
0: <laughs> right he's very clever there's also yeah. a really cool
1: scene where like um, Hugh Grant's walking I think he's he's just turned her down I believe walking walking through the seasons walks it was,
0: through all four seasons brilliant
1: it was it, I think that is after he, he goes up to the hotel room and. Um, Anna Scott's boyfriend is there, a big famous actor boyfriend is there, and then he walks out and that's it. They say goodbye to each other and he walks yep. through the four seasons through Notting Hill through it kind of kind of like a, a callback to like the, the opening sequence where he's walking through all the markets. So it's kind of that again, which I think is awesome. It's good good um, cinematography, I think. Yeah, sure there's, lo- the there's lots there's lots of bits, there's lots of bits like the first time they they sit on the bench, or the first time Anna sits on the bench, and then the camera comes up right for the park. I think is I think is a really cool shot. It just the wider and wider it gets, the more like distance you're getting from them, which yeah. is I think is, is like a it's like a sign of things to come between them. It but shows it how kinda...
0: small the town is, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, compared to the personality that she has. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's a really nice look. And also, the smile on your face lets me know that you need me. Oh, man.
1: What a tune. The soundtrack soundtrack is just top, right? Absolutely. She by Elvis Costello. So many Um, good tunes. How can I do a broken heart? (laughs) Amazing. Al Green, come on. (laughs) Come on. In this film. (laughs) um, (laughs) I mean just that, that, really that song,
0: that song, that Ronan Keaton song. When you say nothing at all, yeah. like I'd like, I've heard that song since 1999. You know what I mean? Nope, and nope. that was a pure throwback. I was like, and I've had it on Spotify right
1: away. What? A but, th- it, but it fits. It is fits that, so well. It fits so well. It's amazing.
0: You say it best. Say it best <laughs> when you say nothing at all.
1: <laughs> amazing, amazing. I that think I think just the whole the whole music around it's brilliant. I thought um mm.
0: the the bookshop employee Martin um it's <laughs> brilliant yeah. was a bit where like he's trying to make small talk with Anna Scott and he's, he talk he talks about Demi Moore
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, what was the movie he was talking about
0: Alien uh, aye with uh, Sigourney Weaver
1: Aye <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his, his wee bits are, are are amazing as well. Like just the wee cutaways and he goes, oh. Aye. It's like it's <laughs> like, the perfect
0: reaction to the reactions, you know. It's these wee moments. <laughs> There's a bit where like uh, Anna Scott comes back into to the shop. This is after all this has gone down and stuff. And she's like kind of apologising to him. Mm. And another customer comes in the travel bookshop. Yeah. And he just <laughs> you goes, go away immediately. <laughs> <laughs> go. Right now. Leave. Go away, immediately. Leave. <laughs> um, I don't think that was very, that was very nice of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's such a good film. Um, good story. Lots of mixed signals coming from the both of them. OMG! Yeah, a
1: yeah. um, side, You know what I mean. It touches it touches a lot of bases. A lot of like different like feelings and thoughts and stuff and and things that you think about this world famous actress also as just a person. Right. You know. Exactly. Which, which I think people don't don't tend to see celebrities at as. 100%. I'm very so, guilty of that, you know what I mean? Like, nah, um, me too, me too. You'll think, oh my God, like there's
0: this famous person. And it's like, imagine... So, for example, um, my boss at work is, is cousins with a very famous actor. And I'm always like asking about them and stuff like that. And she's like, oh yeah, he was just we were over for dinner the other week and stuff. And I was like, like what? Yeah. But it's like um, just normal for these people because they are just normal people. And I think yeah. that this film does a really good job of like making Julia
1: Roberts' character <laughs> seem very normal, you know? Mm-hmm. I stood next to Craig Charles at a a pub a couple of weeks back. Yeah, I just said hello to him. And he went, All right, mate. And what did he say? He went,
0: What a (laughs) wazzic!
1: No, he didn't want anything to do with me. And I went, went, Well, enjoy your coffee. And he went, Aye, cool. Thanks, mate. He went, All right, mate. Thank you. And I went, Cool. See you later. (laughs) I would have. I would have said I used to watch The Kesh's Castle before school every morning. Well, I was going to do that, but then I went. I went. You okay, and he went. Oh, yeah. and right, he went. I looked I, don't, away don't and I was. Me. I was like, oh, fair enough, because it was done in Media City. So I think he's he's oh, filming something. He's filming something in there. Yeah, because I see him quite a lot, didn't I? And he was just. He didn't want anything to do with me. And I was like, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, Into busy the man. drink. <laughs> um, so I thought the the
0: best part of. Um, best part of the whole film, I don't know, oh, best part, of the, there's lots of really nice moments, but one of my favourite parts anyway, was when he, when Hugh Grant arrives on the set of her latest film and she kind of waves at him like, yeah, I'm here, everything's going to be okay, we'll have a chat. And she doesn't know that he's been let into the set. Yeah. And he comes and he sits on a bench and he starts to watch her act and someone hooks him up with headphones to hear all the dialogue and stuff. And someone says, oh, who was that guy you were talking to before we started filming? And she goes, oh, it was no one, like just some person from the past. And there's like this really slow kind of zoom close-up of Hugh Grant's face. Yeah. And it's like the best piece of acting in the entire film. It's, it's a brilliant, again, goes back to the it's reactions. Just reactions.
1: Just all yeah. reactions. It's very, very, very Hitchcock, right? But just a right. different just right. a different feeling behind it. It's it's a feeling of just being distraught. Yeah. You thought you've got your chance again. And then that's right. it. That's you know we've
0: all been there it may not be for like a partner or a girl or a boy or something but like in a second chance at a job or a second chance at meeting someone or a second mm. chance of doing something you always you feel like you're, it's a really good moment and then it's just like ripped away from you again like yeah. that's, that's something that we can all relate to yeah. you know and again that goes back to the writing so um
1: yeah and it is all down to the reactions it's all about just your eyes your craft with the camera as an actor it's about your craft and like where you are and where your face is and just Showing it through your eyes, which is such a hard thing to do, you know, especially yep. when the camera's like right up in your grill, right? It's just just acting, it's,
0: it's hard to just like get into that zone, especially when mm. there's like lights everywhere and there's people yeah. everywhere and there's someone yeah. in your ear, and like, um, it's really distracting. So, when you get a great piece of that, especially in a film like this, it's
1: like mm. you, you kind of take note of it more, you know, yeah. I think, I think f- throughout the film. A lot of like the the silences are really really good. I talk about I talked about how good the soundtrack was, but how good just the silences in the scenes between the two of them. Yeah, between the yeah. two of them, it's it's almost like theatre. Some of the scenes just like continuous shots and kind of cutting back and forth a little bit, but just silence between them, and you it just it just helps to build up that that, that tension. The, the, the feelings between them, the, the, the unsaid, what's not being said between them. It's just, it's just amazing. Amazing amazing piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: this is your favourite film of all time, isn't it? It is,
1: yeah. I, I love it, I love it. I, I, I'm a sucker for a rom-com, so I'm Chris.
0: I love a rom-com. I love Bridget Jones watch. as well. I love you know Bridget I mean? Jones as well. Never Lauren. seen it. Never seen oh, it. Oh,
1: man, you need to get that on your list. I'll come back on and talk about them as but well. Okay. <laughs> um, a great
0: quote that I wrote down as well is... Um, someone said something about it when you open Pandora's box. Yeah. And Spike says, uh, I went to school with someone called Pandora. I didn't get
1: to see your box though. And, and he laughs. And He laughs for like a minute after it. <laughs> Just dreadful. The a bit, terrible joke. The, yeah. The bit where, or the bit where the, 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 the press turns up at the door and he goes outside and he's like, Oh, <laughs> have a look. Have a look. <laughs> and he comes back and he's like, You
0: looked brilliant, Spike.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Not bad Not bad at all (laughs) Butt cheeks clenched
1: (laughs) That
0: was great Also love the moment um, When he's lying When Hugh Grant I just call him he all the time Hugh Grant's uh, Sleeping on the couch Because Anna's over um, And he hears someone Come down the stairs And he's like Oh my god Like she's coming down We're going to We're going to Get back together (laughs) And it's Spike (laughs) He's like She's in her room
1: (laughs) Sitting alone (laughs) A candid accent. <laughs> and he goes, "Would you mind if I had a go?" <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I do think Off. Hugh Grant's accent is 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 very posh. So that's just him, mm, but it's like almost so doesn't posh. suit the rest of them. You know no, what I mean? Like no, I, so everyone's common. so
1: n- not normal when he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that, yes, yeah." I quite understand how this <laughs> <goes>. <laughs> so posh. Like he should be on like Downton Abbey or something like that. Right. yeah it works as the prime minister in Love Actually, but you know, yeah, um, yeah not, it's such a s- not good film. so much for a guy who's. Well, to be fair, he's got a bloody three-story flat on Notting Hill. Come on now, the a blue door. I've blue door. We do.
0: Um, just as we finish up here, tell us, like, what what does this film mean to you? Is this something that what do you what do you think about this film? You know, when you when you
1: hear its name, um, and what are you going to think about this going forward? um well when i hear notting hill the first thing i think of is the song she by elvis Costello. Right. it's elvis Costello. my dad loves him and that i don't think that that is even like one of his favorite songs of him. but i just i love that song and it just reminds me of that and just i, I watched that a lot of times with megan so it's there's also that it's just nice. kind of nostalgia. As I, I I was going on about how nostalgia's a safety blanket for people, blah, blah, blah But but this that is basically what it is. True, yeah. And I, I think it's also a, a great film with great scenes in it, great actors, lots of heart, heart in it, yeah. And I I think there's a, there's a lot to be taken from it, especially the reactions. You know, young actors try to come through. It's all about your eyes, and it's all about. Working off the other person and just not being afraid to to be a little bit wild with with right. what you're doing, I think you know. Yeah, from absolutely. from an acting from an acting standpoint. But yeah, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Lovely to see you. Thanks for having me on the pod. totally long time coming. Yes, um,
0: and you know maybe we'll do another series of Chris and Cammy take the road one day. Hopefully
1: uh, in the works we'll get and a budget works. this time we'll get a budget this time we'll get a <laughs> we? yeah
0: yeah yeah I'll, I'll, I'll
1: yeah Art, Sc- Art Scotland we're are, are coming for you
0: we'll do it like um, James Calden with the carpool karaoke we'll have someone pulling the car on another thing yeah and we'll just be in the car reacting so we'll that's will that.
1: that's, that's where the budget it's
0: not needed but yeah that's where the budget comes from. we'll on. do that alright thank you very much everybody for listening make sure you tune in next week for another episode thank you to my friend Cammy McLeod thank you everyone